just a good person from Great Rivers Greenway. Good yeah. morning, Emma Clues. Hey, I'll take good person. I like it. There, there you go. What are we talking about today? Hey, I wanted to um, just give folks an update about the Brickline Greenway and all of the community engagement that has gone into the project so far. Yes, because set this aside, because the name used to be the Shoto Greenway. You changed it to the Brickline Greenway, which is a great name, by the way. And this is going to be transformational because I don't think people realize um, how big of a scope this is going to be. And let's start with community engagement because that's always a huge part of Great Rivers Greenway. Let's start there. For sure, yes. So originally the idea for what was called Shoto Greenway was connecting Forest Park to the Arch. And it actually predates our organization even. The the idea of that was back in the 90s. Um, But then in the last couple of years, we have really gotten it going. So in about fall of 2017, um, we, we started having these conversations with the community and talking about what people wanted uh, what we, you know, what what public spaces do people love? What do you, what makes you feel safe or welcome in a public space like this? Because this is really a, um, you know, city project. It's a it's an urban greenway. It's different than some of the other greenways that we have that are in, you know, more rural or, or nature areas. And so we got great responses, a couple thousand answers from folks. We had, you know, street teams doing pop ups like going to grocery store parking lots back when you could, you know, talk to people out in public right. and there wasn't a pandemic going on. Um, and so we also created a community advisory committee to help digest all of those survey results and answers and create a set of community goals for the project. And one of the things that we heard primarily was, um, you know, the geography of the city has changed a little bit. And so even though the idea of Forest Park to the Arch is still a strong one, we also needed to have connections north and south to get folks in all of those neighborhoods into that central corridor and access to those jobs, transit you know, schools, all those different destinations along the way as well. Yeah, I don't think people realize, and, and you've got some some renderings and some designs uh, up on the website, but I don't think people realize this is a uh, multi-year, right? This I mean, this is a decades-long project where it is going to take uh, lots of money and lots of resources to be able to connect not just the arch to Forest Park, but all the other things you want to connect. So, so talk about how this Brookline is, is going to look when it's all said and done. Yes, it is a huge, it will take all of us. <laughs> You're exactly right about that. It's a public-private partnership. Um, so there are private partners around town, you know, such as Grand Center or Forest Park Forever, Washington University, other partners that came together to create an international design competition so we could do exactly that, envision how this might look. And the, the, the greenway itself, um, if you can picture, you know, some of our other greenways, all, almost all of them are paved paths where you can walk, run, ride a bike. And this one will, will be similar where it's separate from car traffic. It's probably going to be, you know, beefing up sidewalks, maybe having a separate path for walking um, as opposed to biking. But you obviously still have to cross streets and whatnot, but separate from the cars themselves. So it's not a bike lane in the street. It's really trying to be a separated path that you can use to get around. But it's not just from the Arch to Forest Park. It's going to encompass South City, North City, and everywhere in between. Yep. The main idea is Forest Park to the Arch and Fairground Park to Tower Grove Park with some kind of loop in the middle there. So there's lots of great destinations to to connect to along the way. It's up to 20 miles um, and up to 17 different neighborhoods that it will go through. We're still figuring out the exact route. Sure. Yeah, uh, because there are other communities that are our model, other places that that we look to that have done something similar? 
There are some precedents that we've been studying. So, you know, very few places in the world have what we have in St. Louis in terms of a three-county sales tax-funded entity to help create all of those connections. Um, But in terms of a city project like this, we have been studying the High Line in New York City, the Beltline in Atlanta, the Indianapolis Cultural Trail, some other projects in the High Line Network, which we're a part of to learn from our peers. And it's a great opportunity to learn what worked for them and also some of the negatives to avoid. So some of those projects had some challenges with displacement and gentrification when building a a sort of brand new shiny thing in the city. And so we're learning from that as well and bringing in partners that can help to mitigate any, you know, unintended consequences and make sure it works for everybody. One of the things, um, have you seen some of these other bike paths and walking paths and and sort of, um, you know, recreational paths, have they brought economic development to certain areas? Absolutely. And that's that's exactly the, the double-edged sword, right? So with, the, with some of those issues, a lot of those have garnered what we call trail-oriented development, where, you know, shops or businesses or new homes are popping up along where they put in a greenway or trail. Uh, and for St. Louis, that's both a great thing. And as long as we can make sure that we're still serving the people that are there now and, and not, uh, you know, doing any harm, that can be a wonderful thing for our city. Yeah. Uh, how does this get incorporated with the MLS stadium or does it? And Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Very closely coordinating. Yep. There's lots of projects like Major League Soccer that we're coordinating with to make sure that we're, um, you know, aligning up our plans at the same time. We don't want to do construction right when someone just did construction, right? So coordinating with, you know, the City Foundry Project, the Armory, the uh, Major League Soccer Stadium, the NGA. Think about any different project like that that's going on. We're trying to make sure that we're aligning our plans so that we can either build at the same time or combine certain projects um, to make sure that, yeah, no seamless, <laughs> seamless integration. I mean, it's pretty extraordinary that in, you know, I, I mean, this is, again, this is a decades project and it, uh, people don't realize how hard it is to build a trail, uh, you know, one mile of a trail and the, the utilities you touch, the communities you touch, the roads you touch, the everything. So to build something, a trail from north, south, east and west, when it's all said and done, um, this is going to be what? Unlike anything else we, we've seen, what's the end goal when it's all said and done? Absolutely. It is, it is, it will be unique. We want this to be something that is a vibrant, exciting, you know, both ability for people to get around, but also a destination in and of itself, right? So there will be public art projects and spaces where people can gather. We want this to be somewhere where you are excited to visit. You learn about St. Louis or be able to connect to the city in ways that you didn't before. Maybe you explore new places, get some exercise, meet up with folks, you know, whether you're using it to commute and get to work or maybe just some exercise on your lunch break or or just, you know, visiting a friend or what have you. But we want this to really be part of the fabric of the city of St. Louis. Yeah, you're in the much, even though a lot's been done, you're still very much in the early stages. What are you looking from the community? What do you want them to do? And where can we go to find out more information? Absolutely. So at every stage, we have done a lot of gathering of input and then um, having partners and neighbors and community members serve on you know, working groups to be able to work through some of these issues to think about economic development and equity. So we're really grateful for all of the participation so far, and that will absolutely continue. Um, right now, if you are interested, you can check out bricklinegreenway.org. And actually, as you said earlier, that name came from a thousand ideas that got submitted from the community about about what we could call it now that it's not just along Shoto Avenue. 
Um, and so as the project evolves, we will have designs that we would love feedback on um, and, you know, wanting to capture stories and, and hear from people about perhaps, you know, like Mill Creek Valley neighborhood that, that no longer exists, things like that. So we would love for you to check out that website and subscribe to email or text updates so we can stay in touch. The, the email one more time, Emma. Yes, BricklineGreenway.org. BricklineGreenway.org. Do yourself a favor if you want to get inspired. BricklineGreenway.org. Emma, good stuff. Have a good week. Thanks. Thank you.